0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Give Experience podcast. Give is a student run organization at USC that's dedicated to creating a safe space for conversations about mental health through various media platforms. I'm your president, Helen, and this is your co president, Jessica. Hey guys, nice to meet you. In this series, we will be covering topics ranging from stress management to adopting a healthy diet and learning to love and care for yourself. We are so excited for you to join us today as we learn to prioritize our
1: own mental well-being. Now, let's begin the GIVE Experience.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to the GIVE Experience podcast. I'm your host, Helen, and this is your co-host, Jessica. GIVE is a student organization founded by USC students working on promoting student mental health through different media platforms. Our mission is to create a welcoming community that values all experiences of all backgrounds. So to our listeners, so to our listeners, we
1: encourage you to share your personal journeys through difficult times in your life with just a personal concern. We want to hear it all. This is your safe place to open up to someone and let out some steam. You can submit your story through the form on our website, givvfc.com contact. We look forward to reading your stories.
0: Alrighty, so today's episode is a continuation of our previous episode, which was about productivity during Zoom University. Um, So yeah, Jessica, did you have um, anything that you wanted to first tackle about this topic? Yeah, because last time I remember, we talked about um, being organized
1: um, during this online university uh, format. I think um, there are definitely more to it um, as of our productivity tips that we personally find useful or helpful. So I really think um, something I benefit from is uh, rearranging my workspace often. I think you probably know I actually move around in my house a lot trying to find like a good spot to study. I would like um, move to like from my dining room to my living room and I'm moving back to my dining room and I'm moving to a different place uh, if you have the availability. I think it's definitely good for you to kind of change the locations um, to kind of fresh up your uh, your mind when you're studying because you won't be like studying staying in the on the same table over a long period of time. And you might feel like exhausted just because you were reminded of the feeling last time you studied till like midnight. (laughs) Because, um, so you can kind of just change up your um, environment. I feel like that might be something that
0: helped. Mm -hmm. So what I've been trying to do is that um, there's been some research done on this that instead of an intense, like three hour workout in the morning, it actually might be better to break up that like exercise into like five, 10 minute intervals every hour that has um, proven like benefits. It's really good for you. So what I try to do is in between my lectures, if I have a packed schedule, I have like 10 minutes in between. So my room is upstairs, I'll grab my water bottle, walk down the stairs, you know, um, maybe stretch out the arms and legs a little bit because they were like really stiff from sitting like for hours and then grab a um, quick drink or a cup of water and then come back up and then you know roll out the shoulders turn at the neck and then you know we're kind of a little bit freshened up for the next lecture that's what i've been doing it actually kind of helps like me focus a little bit better for the next lecture
1: yeah i totally agree i would go my dreams between my breaks and sometimes, like, you know how the professor, when they start their lecture, they usually just start talking about some random stuff. I still take, like, the first five minutes or so in the lecture. So, like, together, I will have, like, 15 minutes-ish to just refresh myself, getting ready for the next lecture. Sometimes I find it very um, helpful. It's just do a quick, like, maybe a burpees on next to your desk or even do something like jumping stars <laughs> or, like, um, just something active in a like short amount of time it kind of just make you feel more energized overall sometimes you're like half falling asleep after like the first lecture or something and then once you like move around more you you'll make your mind more energized and like ready for the next session because we're going to use uh be studying for a while
0: <laughs> yeah it definitely helps to like get the blood flowing and yeah just kind of removing yourself from the desk once in a while it definitely kind of helps you like stay motivated again it's about that motivation it's about you know trying not to let yourself slack off too much and you know have those existential thoughts being like oh my god why am I doing this it it just I feel like physical activity is such an important thing and it's something we should focus on during the online experience
1: yeah and as I said before like mentioned in the beginning like rearranging your like workspace so it's like ergonomically like uh better fit for your body to, to like sit there <laughs> for a longer period of time. I think it's actually helpful. And another thing is potentially maybe find a higher table where you can stand working. Like that's actually like a very good um, thing to do for your back, for your physical health as well. Because sitting down, is not a good long-term posture to be in. Like you, our mm-hmm. body is not designed for us to be sitting down 24 seven or lying down 24 seven, like that's just not how our body yeah. works. We need to be active. So like standing, maybe just if you have to work long periods of time, find a place where you can maybe potentially stand up or even like just sit higher. Like, I feel like that definitely helps overall.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's quite unfortunate that I have to keep referencing chemistry for this, but <laughs> um, during o <O-chem, laughs> there will often be times where the professor like has a blank sheet on the PowerPoint and is writing out a reaction series. And that takes a couple minutes. So what sometimes I'll do is um, I'll get out of my seat and then um, tilt the laptop screen box. I can still see it. And then I'll like pace back and forth a little bit holding like a piece of paper or my iPad and then like kind of study and like write down stuff while walking around. It actually helps me stay focused sometimes you know, that's actually a,
1: like a, something we couldn't do before when we are on campus. You can't just stand up during a lecture in the lecture hall and just decide, oh, I want to walk around <laughs> to freshen up a little bit. <laughs> I
0: mean, right? yeah, nobody's stopping you from doing that, but it's definitely awkward. You
1: know, actually, when I was in high school
0: for my econ
1: lectures, okay, hopefully my econ lectures does not listen to this, but his <laughs> class were kind of like, he speaks monotone. So like, his voice is really flat and it's like super peaceful. Like it makes me kind of want to fall asleep oh. in the morning, especially like I took a junior year when I was taking a bunch of AP classes. And I had to like sleep super late every day and super sleep deprived all the time. And like every morning mm-hmm. I had this class. So what I would do is I would give myself like a 30 minutes timer. Like the class started at 8, for example. I would like like be focused from 8 to 8:30. And then I would get pretty tired already. So I would just tell my professor I have to go like go to the restroom or something and I just go out to our um, like field like football field or something and take a walk for like five minutes and I'll come
0: back. (laughs) Wait that's just a smart idea you know um, it was hard for me back in high school too because I used to have zero period and sometimes at 7 a.m you're you're starting school like before the sun's up. And that's that's just the worst. And for some reason, like my teachers love to turn on the AC. So it's like 60, something degrees outside in the morning, seven in the morning, and there's and the AC's on. Like, are you kidding me? And uh, I had this like a human anatomy and physiology course um in the morning, zero period. And it's in the science building. So we sit on these like really cheap stools where there's no back support. And the desk is basically the same height as your stool. So it's hard to like, you know, stay up, like in the right posture and stay focused. But sometimes you just got to, you know, adjust to those kind of situations, there'll be lecture halls where the chairs are like in terrible condition. Um, Or like, you have to sit on the floor. Sometimes I've had done that before, because everyone, like, is just trying to squeeze into that one afternoon lecture. So I think it's about adjusting to what conditions that you have given to just keep in mind, what's important to like prioritize, and then kind of adjust to that.
1: Yeah, and I feel like when you're tired, your mind does not let you focus as much. So sometimes rather than like forcing yourself to stay focused, maybe take a quick break, um, just to refresh yourself up it's actually a better idea than like trying to like stay focused and like keep on going. Like you might struggle Mm -hmm. for like 20 minutes and you're like half focusing, but if you just take a five minutes break away from your computer, like standing up, moving around a little bit, you're just missing that five minutes instead of wasting the whole lectures after like you being tired. So I think there's definitely Mm -hmm. like some uh, very important lesson here that we should all know that like taking a break during a lecture it's okay but as soon as like you get your like refreshed up
0: you should definitely come back and like try to stay focused again yeah so don't be afraid to you know strike that yoga pose i don't know <laughs> downward <laughs> Get dog. in those yeah the the head head rolls and relieve some of that tension yeah definitely very important
1: and, you know, I feel like we should also kind of talk about, like, study tips um, for online learning as well, instead of just, like, some overall productivity um, tips on being organized and staying focused.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like, yeah, personally, um, I, I have a couple of things I want to share as well. How about you go
0: ahead? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, I think my biggest concern was note-taking, like, studying mm-hmm. in general, I... I'm not that familiar with how I best study for some weird reason. Um, I was just always used to like looking at the PowerPoint the professor would give and be like, okay, I guess this is what I can go off of. So what I figured out is that um, to differentiate like writing notes versus typing, I'm a slow writer. So I find that um, typing is better for me. So even mm. when I'm at home with um, all my like stationary, and my iPad, I still type out my notes. I use the same system that I kept like in high school and college. I didn't try to like, like revolutionize like what I'd been doing, you know? And since I'm at home, I do have a little bit more time. You know, I don't have to care for myself as much because, you know, my parents can help with the laundry sometimes. I don't have to travel outside to get food because you know we're making food at home or getting takeout so with that extra time I try and assign like at least 10 to like 15 minutes a day um, trying to like read the powerpoint for the next day's lecture like it's not even for like the week before just like the night before I'll like look and see okay here's what we're doing like make a basic outline of the PowerPoint and kind of familiar myself with the content. I think that helps because you're reciting the information more than once. And that actually helps you retain your memory much better.
1: Wait, that's actually a really good tip. I feel like I should start doing that too. Cause sometimes <laughs> when I go to chem lectures I find myself so lost in the beginning. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember learning this like at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So I feel like I should definitely try that strategy. And I feel like Mm -hmm. something that helped me kind of similar to what you said about note-taking is just try to copy down because now all of our lectures are being recorded online. So my strategy is I just try to copy down as much like what I think is important. I don't try to copy down like every single word that my professor is trying to say. I just kind of listen to it and I summarize a couple words for it, and then I will like if I have time, I will go back to like the recording and just like if I forgot what I write down, I can just go back to the recording and kind of reference back and see exactly what my professor said. So because I don't like um, I have really bad memory, so like when I try to type everything down, I don't re- I don't tend to process anything. I'm just like too focused uh-huh. on copying things down. So I find it more helpful to me is just like ignore note taking for a little bit. Just trying to focus on like understanding what my professor is trying to explain and then copy a couple of words down at the end. Like just do like, like trigger points. Yeah, like trigger points, kind of like that. I feel like that's kind of helpful for me because I remember when I was taking bio like freshman year, I was trying so hard to copy every single word down. And at the end, I didn't remember a single thing after the lecture. Like, I can come out of lecture <laughs> feeling like I haven't learned a single thing.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: So, yeah, like, I, I think some especially like are, I tried other strategies.
0: Mm-hmm, I think that would definitely help with, like, heavy content-driven courses. That mm. that just might be helpful. Yeah, and to just I process think, it. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry to interrupt you, but, like, mm-hmm. I just thought of, like, something is that one good thing alternative to online class is that it's much easier to go to office hours like you just click the link and you're already there but um, it's so hard to go to
1: office hours i have to argue the other way because i feel that like office hours are so awkward online especially going to like big course like office hours that you never interact with the teacher like in like at all and you have to like introduce yourself like doing the whole, like, I don't know. I just feel so weirded out by this whole online office hour thing. I haven't been to like my OCHEM office hour at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, okay. I think it differs based on the scenario. Like if you were there for a specific question, it's not as awkward. But if you're just there to, you know, chill, it's not It's not as casual as in-person office hours. Like it, it still seems so official. If that makes yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, because in-person office hours, you can, like, chat with your professor about a lot of random stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like just c- having ca- casual conversation to get to know the professor. But, like, for online office hours, you feel like you have to have a purpose of going. Like, you have to, like, have a question. Like, have something you want to ask. Like, something specific about a course that you want to learn more about, you know? Like, and for me, like sometimes I just want to drop into office hour to kind of like get to know my professor a little bit better. Like having the online office hour is just make it feel very not as intimate as we want it to be.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can see where you're coming from. It does feel a little bit more like intense is not the right word, but like it is it, it is different online. It's, it feels it's a little bit more formal.
1: It makes it feel yeah. more formal.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think so too.
1: But I definitely agree okay. that going to office hours is very important.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um yeah, so I think uh we can just head over to like one of our last topics for this is um what I think almost any student can relate to is with like the anxiety that comes with procrastination and how many like all the sirens that you are have to deal with yes totally um, agree. yeah so do you want to start with this jessica i feel like you have a lot to say
1: okay okay do not judge me but i'm a master <laughs> of procrastination i swear i haven't met a single person who's like who can procrastinate more than i do like most of my friends can somehow pull it like Together, but for me, it's just been so hard to not procrastinate. Like every semester, I'm like starting it off. I have this like goal for myself that this semester I will stop procrastinating and start preparing for things earlier. But I always ended up doing my tasks at last minute, like right before it was due. Like literally, Helen knows that she's even stressed for me about a lot of my (laughs) assignments. (laughs) It's crazy. Like, um, I and then like I try to. Think like, why am I procrastinating? Like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, after like failing so many times because I procrastinated. And one thing I noticed is actually my procrastination is caused by my fear of seeing my end result, like the fear of being disappointed by the product you made after you tried really hard. Mm Because if you don't try hard, you won't, like, even if you fail, it's because you didn't try. But Mm -hmm. after you try and you still fail, it's something that about you that's wrong. It's not about like uh, your effort. So like it makes me scared of putting in as much effort as I want to, you know. And that really leads to a bad result.
0: Yeah, I've actually read something about like student procrastination. Like it's in our nature to avoid things that causes that stress, that you know, sense mm-hmm. of anxiety and the things that keep you up at night. Like mm-hmm. literally. Um it's just the again that fear, that looming fear of like, oh my god, this is such a huge assignment. Like, how am I supposed to start this? How am I gonna get this done? I only have a couple of days left, and then like before you know it, like you procrastinated again on this.
1: Yeah, this is just like it's very human nature thing. Like it's just somebody are but be- some people are better at managing it than someone else. And uh, through my like own personal experience um I realized there are actually a lot of strategy strategies you can try out to help with procrastination like help manage help with managing procrastinations. like for example USC actually have a uh, learning center uh, f- to help students uh, with academic counselor provided service provided uh, like coaching students on like studying strategies and stuff if you're interested if one of our listeners interested in this you should definitely look out, like, reach out to them and try to find a, um, like, schedule a time with them just to check out. I actually personally benefit a lot from the system. Um, my academic counselor gave me a ton of advice on how to um, avoid procrastination. One of the tips she gave me was actually using a, um, using a flow time log. So basically, what you would do is um, put, before you start the day. You put down a list of things that you have to finish and then estimate the time, like amount of time that you think it's going to take you. And then um, log in like any disruptions you have during when you're start, after you started a task and then record down like when you started and when when you end the task. So that, like, after after it's like an exercise, after you practice a couple of times, you will see a trend like, why were you interrupted? Like, why were you, why were you this? Oh. Like, why did you stop? Like, why did you stop and decide not to do finish your task? And then you mm-hmm. realize, oh, it's actually because I always go to like go on my phone and I started checking out Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. after my friend has this message sent to me, I after I reply, I will have this habit of swiping up and go back to Instagram to check out like what's going on with social media, you know? And Yeah. after realizing that, I started to like kind of like shutting, like just turn off my phone when I'm really have to focus on something or like put on the do not disturb for my laptop, like when I'm working. So I wouldn't be like as distracted as before. And also just another strategy for procrastination is using a uh, 80-20 rule. I don't know if you've heard of this, but you will start um, your task like, get it like 80% done and then uh, leave the 20% to a different time. You don't have to finish the thing all the way. Just have this mindset. Like when you start a task, you don't have to finish it. You just have to start it. Because usually starting it Mm. is the hardest step
0: for a lot of people. Yeah, true. Yes.
1: Like when you're writing an essay, like the hardest part is for you to start writing. It's not about like finishing the last paragraph. It's about like getting Mm -hmm. the
0: first thing, first paragraph in. Like hashing out the 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 deep content of that stuff. Yeah, like it's the 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 thing
1: is the hardest thing to to do a, to finish a task is to actually get it started. So once you're started, mm-hmm. a lot of things it's just it, it's a lot better. But for me, like I have such a hard time to start my task. I would do all the things I can to avoid doing this task first and then start <laughs> it. So like after I know there's like this 80, 20% rule, like, I felt so much more assured that when I start this, I don't have to finish.
0: You know, actually, I think I'm kind of different from how, like, you you work. Because I'm the type of person, I feel like if I were to implement that 80-20 rule, mm-hmm. I would feel so, like, like, not secure about, like, all my assignments and my work habits. Because for me, once I start something, I feel like I should... At least finalize something before I move on, or else I feel like everything is just like spread out everywhere. Like, because on top of that, I am a total night owl. I am, it's like ingrained in my DNA. I can survive with like a lot less sleep during like exam weeks. But my problem is, is falling asleep sometimes. I cannot fall Mm. asleep because sometimes I get too worried about the things I have to do, or I'm like, being too anxious about what's going to happen the next day. Like if I have like a lab quiz or a practical, right. Um, So for me, what I sometimes do is like, before I go to sleep, like some people count sheep or whatever to like help them fall asleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is so weird with me, but I mentally list out what I actually have to do. Like I'll be like, okay, tomorrow I have to do this, this, and this. And I think in general, like if you have a lot of worries, if you just pause for a moment and try and list out like what exactly is worrying you, Mm -hmm. there's not as many things as you thought there would be. And like that, that sense of stress kind of dips down a little bit. Like that's what kind of helps soothe me at night. And then I think I sleep faster in that way. It's kind of weird, but you know, it works for me. I know. It, it, I think this works because sometimes I do that too.
1: I try to like list out what I have to do for the next day, but sometimes after I list it, I realize there are actually more things than I realize I have to do, and, <laughs> and that's the worst feeling ever. I swear. <laughs> like when you're like, oh my god, I only have like two things to do tomorrow, and then after you make the list, you realize you actually have like ten things to do. <laughs> I hope that don't keep you like keep you like away from your sleep. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it just kind of depends on like, like how what your work habits are. It's about um, kind of fine tuning, like, what would best help you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course.
1: I think we had like a wonderful discussion about productivities and study tips. Um, There's definitely more to share. Um, There are more things that uh, works worth more things that doesn't work as well. So Let's try to um, cover it in a different episode as well. Thank you, Helen, for giving us so many new ideas, new tips, new advices. I hope uh, our listener can come back for our next episode. Thank you for
0: listening. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. You can also find more about the Give Experience on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, giveusc.com as well as our Instagram at give underscore USC. See you next time.